Welcome to The Voice of Reason with Dr. Sonia Thompson of Arise Ministries International. Get ready to be strengthened with solid foundational truths inspired by the living word and changed by fresh revelation that will push you into a victorious life now. Welcome and thank you for joining me today on The Voice of Reason podcast. This is your host, Apostle Sonia Thompson. I am so excited to once again invite you in on a live teaching of our Arise Timothy's and Sarah's ministry. I hope that you enjoyed the last teaching. Please listen in as the Lord uses Prophet Natalie Westenskow to deliver a life-changing message that's absolutely needed for this hour. Hello, gorgeous Timothys and Sarahs. Welcome to another episode of Arise, Timothys and Sarahs. I'm excited to share with you this wonderful, wonderful teaching, um, this study that I've been doing in the book of Colossians. So um, as I'm explaining, um, you can take this opportunity to go to Colossians chapter 1. I'm going to be in Colossians chapter 1, verse 24 through 29 today. What an, I'm excited. What an unpacking the Holy Spirit has done for me today in this book, in this section of this book. So I'm going to read. Today I'm going to be reading to you from the New King James Version. And there's some interesting things in here, I'm telling you. So we're going to start with the title, because that's the first thing that gripped me when I was reading in Colossians. Um, but before I get started, let me give you a history of Colossians, if you didn't already know, right? Colossians was written by the Apostle Paul, right? And during this time, he's writing to the Church of Coloss, right? And he's writing to them because there is misinterpretations of the Word of God, and he's wanting to give clarification. Another thing that's happening is Paul, the Apostle Paul, is in prison, right? So he's not in a comfortable setting during this time. All right, let's go on. So it starts with the title, Sacrificial Service for Christ. Upon opening up my Bible and seeing this title, I was already gripped. It's like when you're on Netflix or you're on Hulu and all of a sudden you're getting ready to watch this movie. And before you can even start watching the movie, it's the title of the movie that gets you hooked. Uh, and then you get to the edge of your seat where you can't wait for this movie to start playing because you kind of have an idea um, where this movie is going to go. And it's exciting, right? Well, that's how I felt when I opened up the Bible and I went to Colossians 1, 24 through 29, and I saw the title, Sacrificial Service for Christ. So let me read. I now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up in my flesh what is lacking in the afflictions of Christ for the sake of his body, which is the church of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God, which was given to me for you to fulfill the word of God, the mystery, which has been hidden from ages and from generations, but now has been revealed to his saints. To them, God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. 
Him we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom, that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. To this end, I also labor, striving according to his working, which works in me mightily. Okay, so that's the scripture. Hopefully you read along with me. Again, make a note. This is Colossians 1, 24 through 29 in the New King James. Now, yes, I was gripped by the title of this message already in the book, Sacrificial Service for Christ. But I'll tell you that as I began to read, something else gripped me even more than that title. And it was in verse 27. To them, God will to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles. And here it is, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. I couldn't let this go. Christ in you, the hope of glory. What is the apostle Paul trying to tell us, right? And so what I did is I started to go digging like a little journey. Um, and I decided to look up what the word glory meant. And the thing is glory, you know, another word for glory is majesty, right? Splendid, splendor, brilliance, you know, that's what glory means. But I felt like when I was reading this, the Apostle Paul wanted us to get a different understanding, a deeper understanding. Let me say it that way. Not just a different understanding, but a deeper, deeper understanding than just what we're reading. So as I kept on digging and digging and researching this word glory, I came up with a, um, I found, I should say, a, de a definition for glory. And it's absolute happiness gratification and contentment and here is another definition for glory it is the splendor and bliss of heaven my god if that doesn't do something to you i mean i don't know what can because this when i read this it just utterly it just sent shivers down my body because the splendor and bliss of heaven absolute happiness gratification and contentment so the christ in me is the absolute happiness and gratification and contentment it is the splendor and and bliss of heaven that is what jesus christ in me is a representation of that is what Jesus Christ in me is he is the hope of glory he is the hope of absolute happiness and gratification and contentment and as I continued um, to kind of just go over this in my mind I realized if I believe that Jesus Christ lives in me and he is a representation. He is absolute happiness. He is absolute contentment and gratification. Then why are we walking around depressed and sad and frustrated and with all these emotions that are completely contrary to the Jesus Christ that the apostle Paul says lives in us. I'm going to stop that right there. I'm going to go and point something else to you. I'm going to point something out to you that I saw. 
In the beginning in chapter 24, rather, sorry, verse 24, not chapter 24. We are in chapter one, verse 24. It says, I now rejoice in my sufferings. And I caught that and I read it again. I now rejoice in my sufferings. Okay, let me say it again. I now rejoice in my sufferings. When he makes a statement like that, when the apostle Paul makes a statement that he is now rejoicing in his sufferings, to me, it implies that there was a time when he didn't. There was a time when he didn't rejoice in the sufferings he had to endure for being a follower of Christ, for being an apostle uh, for Christ, for Jesus, for God. He says, and the thing is that he is saying this while he is in prison. And I don't know about you, but prisoners nowadays have a whole lot more made than it was back then. This is like a hole in a rock. You know, there's no heater. There's no blankets. There's no bed. There's no bathroom. You know, they barely got anything to eat. Um, and he says, I now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up my fill up in my flesh what is lacking in the afflictions of Christ for the sake of his body, which is the church of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God, which has given, which was given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. And then it goes on to say the mystery, which has been hidden from ages and from generations, but now has been revealed to his saints. And I think what the apostle Paul is saying is that he understands now his purpose. He understands that this is all a part of his purpose. He understands that regardless of the situation that he's in, regardless of the place that he's in, because he understands that Jesus Christ lives in him and Jesus Christ is the hope of glory, which we now understand based on my breakdown, that Jesus Christ is the absolute happiness, gratification, and contentment of my life. Now the Apostle Paul says, now I can rejoice because he knows the truth. He knows that it doesn't matter if he's in jail. It doesn't matter if he's, if he's set to be executed. It doesn't matter because Jesus Christ lives in him. He rejoices. He rejoices because he recognizes, the Apostle Paul recognizes that the Jesus Christ that lives in him is the splendor and bliss of heaven. Wow, wow, wow. Now, knowing that information, let me take you to the title of this message, which blew my mind as well. Because the title of this message in the Bible, not my message, this message, it says sacrificial service for Christ. And when I started doing some digging to find out what is the Apostle Paul actually trying to tell us here, this is what I gathered. First of all, Another a definition for sacrifice or sacrificial is um, surrendered or devoted, um, surrendered or devoted. Um, and then a definition for service is to contribute to assist performance of duties or work for another. OK. Sacrificial service for Christ, the Apostle Paul says that he now rejoices in his sufferings. But look what he says, for you. So he didn't say that he rejoices in his sufferings for himself. He said he it's for someone else. So basically, 
the word service means performance of duties or work for another. So watch this. As I continued to study, I realized that what the Apostle Paul was saying was that he had surrendered his obedience for Christ. He surrendered his thoughts, his opinions, his feelings to Christ, for Christ, sacrificial service. He gave up what the world would say he should feel in a specific situation for Christ. He surrendered it to Christ, in Christ, for Christ, on behalf of Christ, for you. Knowing that information, beloved, we should be walking in greater freedom, greater elevation, greater understanding of who we are in Christ Jesus. We should be standing taller now, standing in greater understanding, because guess what? The Jesus Christ that lives in you is the splendor and bliss of heaven itself. It is absolute happiness and gratification and contentment. And it is so big that it should overtake every area of our lives. I pray you took this teaching to heart and you're ready to apply this word. Please share this with your friends and on your platforms because there are others who need to hear this timeless teaching. I also want to mention I have some resources that are available for you if you type in ApostleSoniaBooks.com. That will take you to my books on Amazon. I know there's something there just for you. Thanks again for listening in. And until next time on The Voice of Reason. Thanks for tuning in to The Voice of Reason podcast with Dr. Sonia Thompson. We solicit your prayers and support. Please visit our website at www.ariseministriesintl.com for more information about our products, ministry, or to submit your prayer request. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook at Arise Ministries INTL. Be sure to tune in again next week with The Voice of Reason. Reason.